we all at one time or the other have had issues with somebody or they have with us. Um, I, I'm certainly no exception and continue to be a work in progress and I've had for many years ongoing challenges with my family um, that have led me to Father Walsh's office a number of times and um, not only not only in, in confession, but in quiet conversation to be able to speak to him. Father Walsh has consistently given me the same advice since the first time I went to him about this or other things that arise. He simply says, I want you to pray for them. Sounds like a very simple thing, but to pray with an open heart and to, and to, to pray sincerely for somebody that we feel hurt toward or that, that we feel has hurt us, we perceive it that way, can be very difficult. But the interesting thing there, and over the years I've grasped it more and more, when you pray for somebody, what you're really doing is giving God an opportunity to transform you. Sure, we hope that if that person is doing something truly terrible or whatever the case might be, God will help them get to a better place as well. But what should really be going on is a transformation of our own hearts, to be able to love a person regardless of what they do, and to be able to have forgiveness, and to be able to let go of the human elements that get us off track so many times, such as pride, judgment, anger, resentment, all of these things to let them go. And certainly this is not new advice. In so many ways, this is what Jesus was telling his disciples today here in the gospel, and in extension, what he was telling us in the gospel today. He's telling us to go a little bit further. Don't just be kind to those who are kind to you. Don't do something to expect something in return. Love your enemy. Reach out to them. Pray for them. Uh, open your hearts to them. But most importantly, put your own needs your own, uh, your own stuff, if you will, to the side. Pour it out, as Jesus did on the cross. Yes, Jesus suffered and was nailed to the cross and poured himself out, body and soul, completely on our behalf. And this is what he asks of his disciples. To be a disciple simply means to pattern yourself after somebody, to be committed to that person's way of doing things, and then to follow it and put it into action. This is what Jesus is asking us to do. Yes, we may not have to literally be nailed to a cross in our lifetime, but he does ask us to die to ourselves and empty ourselves out on behalf of everybody, especially the most challenging, especially the ones that we don't necessarily feel compelled to do so for, because certainly it's a lot easier to do it for those who we love. So he's asking us for transformation. And when it comes down to discipleship, certainly, it seems like this gospel is almost the foundation of discipleship itself. So it's so wonderful that we discuss it here today on Missionary Discipleship Sunday here at St. Margaret Mary. This is the foundation. It all starts with love. My favorite author uh, and favorite Catholic apologist, Dr. Scott Hahn, who we were blessed to have here at our parish not long ago, my favorite book of his is a book called First Comes Love, Finding Your Family in the Catholic Church. Wow, how beautiful. Look at this family. Look how the, the room is filling up again. We've all been through so much, but here we are together again, and, and things are, are clearly moving in the right direction. What a beautiful time to come together and discuss discipleship. 
But it all does begin with love, brothers and sisters. First comes love, and love leads us to actions such as what Jesus was talking about here. Not just loving our good brothers and sisters, but loving the very most challenging people that we don't see eye to eye on. And you know, the world tries to pull us in a different direction. We look outside the doors of our church and we see division on every corner. Every issue that comes up seems to be an opportunity for people to argue and debate one another to the point that they actually become enemies. And this is certainly not the way to go, and it's certainly not something that we ever want to permeate our, our wonderful, beautiful Catholic community. We want to keep that out there, and better yet, after practicing love and forgiveness here with our brothers and sisters and our families, we want to carry that out into the world and extend that love to everybody out there, even if we don't see eye to eye. And yes, Jesus told us not to judge, and, 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 and we should not. It does not mean that we don't have Catholic values. It does not mean that human beings don't make bad decisions or do heinous acts sometimes that, that, that we, we know are wrong. What it does mean is it is not up to us to discount anybody. It is not up to us to get into the inner person of a human being and, and make a determination on why they do what they do or why they're where they're at at this point in life. It's up to us to love them and to bring the kingdom of God to them to make disciples. So here we are at a most special time of the year. Lent is upon us again. In a short week and a half, we will journey into the desert with our Lord. And hopefully we will die to ourselves some more as we try to do every year, die to these things that Jesus was warning us against, hatred, judgment, resentment, and open ourselves up to the beautiful things that Jesus has to offer us that each and every one of us in this room surely benefit from. What a great time for us to consider new and wonderful ways that we can carry out these things. And you know, when you hear missionary discipleship, it can be sort of intimidating. You might get the idea that, man, do I have to pack a bag and head out to the jungle or the mountains and go on a big mission trip? Well, we do have some brothers and sisters here <laughs> that, that do that very thing. Father Walsh just returned from Haiti and so did some others. So, uh, so yes, that happens too. But we might not all be called to that, at least at this point in time. But what a great way to make, let us make our mission our brothers and sisters. Let's start with it being that simple. And you know, the room is full here at the 930 this morning. It's beautiful. It's just about full. Wouldn't we love all of our brothers and sisters to be here with us at one of these mass times every Sunday? Uh, we've all been through a lot the past two years, and some people have very good reason for not having returned. But what a great time for all of us to prayerfully consider whether or not it's time to come back and be in the presence of Christ, in the true presence that we experience only in the community of our brothers and sisters and only when we receive the Eucharist into our bodies. So what a wonderful time to ponder that. If you are at home, please give it prayerful consideration. And if we're here, let's prayerfully consider this Lenten season, how we can reach out to even one brother or sister that we haven't seen in some time and invite them back to the Catholic community, invite them into this beautiful family of fellowship. Yes, Lent will be a wonderful time to die to these old things, and may all of us come together again during that season and push forward towards the joys of Easter Sunday. Amen.